Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Truth Hurts. And today we're going to be talking about a couple of conspiracy theories, starting with 9-11. And um, we're going to be talking about awareness and how you can kind of see through some of these conspiracies and how pretty much painfully obvious they are. And the second thing I'm going to talk about is not really a, second, a conspiracy, but it's actually a tactic that uh, I don't, I'm sure this, this this term exists, something I thought I personally coined, which is hidden in plain sight. You've heard it before, but to me, it's a tactic. It's a psychological tactic that many people know how to use. It's like in an outlandish thing. You do outlandish things. You say outlandish things. You do it right in front of people. You act like it didn't happen. People don't even notice it or it's so shocking they can't even process it. Maybe until later. Uh, uh, Donald, our president, I think, is a... Uh, uh, a master of this theory where it's just insane thing after insane thing after distraction to where you can't even really keep up now if you sit and backtrack it gets scary because you're like damn he lied about this he made fun of this disabled person this muslim veteran he got 20 sex suits this and this lying this inciting wars so you'll find it when you look but but in for the average mind on a day-to-day basis you really don't notice what's going on because what you've been told or shown is just so outlandish you you can't even process it so 9-11 we all know what happened there i think we talked about 9-11 a little in another video but uh just to recap my experience 9-11 when it happened you know so what happened i know that that, that sometimes people in the middle east do engage in terrorism i didn't really question it right away i knew that it's kind of the story sounded a little wild all these 20 arabs and yeah, it sounded a little fishy but whatever i just knew it, it sucked that that happened because real people did that um so 9 11 happens this is 2001 2003 2004 by that time a lot of people suspicious uh, my belief when I saw Bush with the whole war is that, you know, without knowing anything about 9-11, that maybe these guys did have something to do with it. Because when things of this nature happen, it's just like anything. If you get robbed, if, a, if an entertainer gets robbed in his house, more than likely it's an inside job. If you, a regular person, gets robbed or something, it's usually an inside job. And usually things can't happen like that, especially America. Something like of that magnitude. Because you have to understand how many agencies and things are involved. This is This is airspace like one of the most sensitive areas like the sea and the air are like it's insane areas that are monitored you know like uh it's not like just an area uh, or part of life or part of of the earth that was all right it's not just some obscure town in iowa no this is the air like <laughs> other countries can send things through you know over to the air that that that, that this country can just knock right out so they're constantly monitoring the air so that was one of the first things that i was a little suspicious of that you know how did this get past air traffic how did this how did these planes three planes go so far right without being shot down at some point like they had to travel so far how did that happen so that was my only initial suspicion like mm, i don't know who in government but obviously whoever did this had somebody on their side to you know thwart that um what they air traffic people from you know and, uh, and the military from just taking the planes out so 2003 comes the war everything happens and you know I, I whatever whatever right 2006 i run into a guy where i'm working and he says hey oh you know um you gotta look at this documentary and i look at the documentary and he says about 9 11 i'm like all right i look at it because i'm open-minded 
I think we talked about this in a video where I said, you know, you want to be skeptical of everything you hear and see, but open-minded to any new possibility. And that's how I look at most things for most of my life. So I looked at the, the, the documentary and it was just astounding. And I'm not going to go over every detail. Anybody, it's 2019. Most of you guys, if you're interested, uh, you know all of the things that people have spotted as suspicious and didn't add up and the connections that were odd, right? The things that were odd, you got insurance policies taken out on the uh on the buildings just a few months prior you have uh, 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 a jewish firm right uh connected to jeb bush working in the, uh the, the the towers maybe about a year before and where they worked was right next to the elevator lines and some other lines where they could have put bombs and then just connection after connection after connection after connection to Jeb Bush to this to this and it seems odd so as I'm watching this without going over all of them it was just insane so I thought to myself right who could have done this right and why and here's what I want to get to when we're talking about conspiracies everybody has an opinion but let, I always say follow the money. So these 20 Arabs, right, or 25 Arabs, whoever they are connected to, what did they gain from 9-11, right? Because you always got to say, like, if they did this, just blowing people up. I know we would like to think that we're so important that people just want to kill Americans and kill our freedom, but that's not what it is. And most people, even terrorists, usually have an objective. So what was their objective? I couldn't tell you. But what did they gain? Nothing. <laughs> so who did gain? From this, right? We have some uh, some financial gainers, uh, Silverstein, different people like that. You have uh, some mysteriously absent Jews from the building that day. That's a little odd. You have um, George Bush and Halliburton and, and, and all of those guys, uh, Rumsfeld and that whole gang of. Um, thieves and, and war criminals, because that's their game. Remember, all these people, especially elites, they have different games that they make money in. It's a few different rackets. Uh, and the Bush family, these guys, they're the war racket, so they need a nice war. Because you have to remember, guys, if you can't make the, the correlation and the connection, uh, war costs money, right? You want to go to your own personal war, you're going to need weapons, you're going to need uh, armor, you're going to need transportation, you're going to need food, right? Rations. <laughs> so war costs money and war makes money. Why? Because imagine you are the people supplying the bulletproof vest and the materials and the bullets and all these things. You can make a ton of money off a nice two, three year sustained war. And you can go on your own and do the math and then do the research and, and, and find out Halliburton and all those other companies how they made that money so who made the money is where you should always look and what was the incentive um, we can sit here and argue about nanothermite and did the bit where the buildings detonated and all that I don't think you're going to change people's opinions but whatever whenever you hear a conspiracy I always just say get right down to following the money whether that's Trump and Russia right just follow the money always follow the money watch the money trail the money trail tells all because this always boils down to money nobody blew up those buildings to make a point man <laughs> those buildings were blown up for money now who received the most money that's where you should look right 
and you should not believe what you're told because what you're told is where the last part comes in. Hidden in plain sight. So what is that? That 9-11 commission, right? And a report which basically tells you things that are not like years later, a couple years later, that are just so illogical and just not consistent with what you've even seen or what uh, people have uh, told you, right? So saying that there was no connection, you know, like the people that they found, found in the passport, the connection to these Arabs not proven. Um, telling people that the buildings fell because of the planes. What about building seven that fell seven, uh, eight hours later in 10 seconds by itself? Clearly detonated building. Clearly detonated. What building could fall in 10 seconds? Like free falling. Like it, it just, it's unheard of. It's unprecedented. And it's, and frank, frankly, it's not real. Um, what happened with that right um but in the report you go read it or or just you know find the page where it states that that building just fell because of the uh, rumblings under the ground or some crap um you have the firefighters from that day saying that they heard the building just like it was being detonated mind you firefighters know more than me or you because they deal with these type of things they've been in buildings They've been near uh, demolitions. They've been in fires. They know structures. They're just familiar, much more familiar than the average person with what's going on uh, in a situation like that. So hidden in plain sight is telling you these insane things, telling you that they found a passport, but you didn't find out one dead body. Like, where are the bodies of these Arabs, you know, these phantom people? You know, where are they? How did they, how did you find a passport linking them to these people? Right? That's hidden in plain sight. It's telling you that those buildings fell because of a plane where they were clearly detonated. That's hidden in plain sight. These things throw you off and they just they're so insane. You can't believe it. Like you like same way some people just can't believe that their government or anybody in the government would have anything to do with this. I don't know why, because we all know America, Asia, Africa, everywhere there's good and bad people. And some people are on treachery. Um Right. Uh, and one of the most telling things, anybody who knows about the stock market, stocks, options, bonds, futures, currencies, all that stuff, you know a few things. So one thing uh, they have in, in the stock market is something called options. And for those who don't know, uh, the simplest way for me to break this down is you have what's called a, a call and a put option. Basically, a call option is me buying a contract that, you know, gives me the right to get something uh, at this set price, no matter what price it goes to. So let's say um, AT&T is trading at $50 per share, right? Uh, I may buy a contract that allows me to get uh, AT&T for $55 a share before, on or before a certain date, right? Let's say three months out. And it doesn't matter what it goes to. So let's say AT&T goes to $100. I can still buy for $55 a share and then I instantly made money. So they're a very robust and quick way to make a ton of money. They're highly leveraged products or you can lose a lot of money. Now, a put option is just the opposite, which means, you know, you basically sell first and you buy back. So that the, the reverse example would be if AT&T was $50, uh, I have, I, you might buy the right to sell, right? at $50, no matter what price it goes to. So let's say it goes down. It goes down to $30. That means you can still sell your, your shares or have uh, 100 shares per contract, right? How many shares you have, you can still sell them for $50 a share. Even if it went to a dollar, you could still sell for $50 a share. So you see options are like insurance policies. So people buy options for a lot of reasons. They buy them um, sometimes to 
uh, leverage a product or, or hedge a product, which means offset the risk. Like you may own a stock and then you may buy a, a put a call option to offset the risk. And then there are numerous strategies in which you can use options in, in, in themselves by comboing them to just uh, trade volatility and different things in the market. So that just give you a little idea, if you don't know, um, of what an option is. So basically you can buy an options contract and hope something goes up and still buy cheap. Or you can buy an options contract and hope something goes down and sell it for more than what it's currently worth. And that's all we're going to go over. We're not going to go over selling options today. So on the the day of 9-11 or just the day before, a couple days before, I think maybe it was two to three days leading up to it, there was uh, an increase in call options for, I think, uh, no, excuse me, put options from Boeing and which I think was the airlines and a couple more companies that were directly connected to um, to 9-11. So now, you know, Boeing Airlines is, but let's say you were privy to the knowledge that uh, 9-11 was going to happen and you know Boeing Airlines is going to be the plane that is used in this tragedy so obviously if you know anything about the stock market and even if you don't know you know how this used, most people could guess this that the day of their crash when they have such a, a, a catastrophic event probably a couple things are going to happen first of all the whole stock market's probably going to go down right but even if that doesn't happen almost assuredly you're going to have uh, Boeing go down because your plane was just involved in a terrorist attack. The shares, even if it was just temporary, would probably crumble. So now, like any option or any stock or anything, there's what you call an average amount that people buy and sell every day. So let's say it's 1,000 or 10,000. So let's say it's 1,000 options every day people usually buy of Boeing. And how the SEC and the regulators usually find people that are doing things or have inside information, right, is that there's an inordinate amount of uh, options bought or sold, right, on at a time that's just not consistent with any uh, public information, right? So if the average is 1,000 and maybe somebody bought 1,500 or 2,000, eh, that's not... You know, that's not too much. But if the average for the whole day was a thousand and then somebody bought over two days, let's say ten thousand or twenty thousand options, right? It would be a clear sign that, you know, not that they knew anything, they could have just been, you know, it could have been a hunch, they could be a, a wild gambler, and these type of things do happen. I know actually traders and, 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 and people who do stuff like this who just take wild bets uh, on hunches and, and things. But more than likely, uh, it's a pretty sophisticated investment product. So, more than likely, if you saw something like this, and I'm not talking in absence of a 9 11, just in general, if somebody buys an inordinate amount, it raises suspicion. SEC says, oh, these people knew something, they had inside information. So now I know that I've, since I've explained this, you guys are like, oh my God, then this is real simple. So, what you're saying is that somebody did this with Boeing and a couple other companies that were directly connected. They bought all these put options, meaning that they would be able to cash in all this money once the stock went down. Yes. Yeah, so I actually looked, I remember at the time, maybe it was 2003 or four, when I first was like thinking about this and I was like, um, no, actually it was 2006 when I saw the documentary and I went back and I checked and, um, 
long behold, stock options of Boeing and uh, puts were, 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 were outland. I don't remember the exact numbers, but they were outlandish. I was like, wow. So what, ha- and I looked and I said, what happened with these people? Because whoever did this, right, you have to register. And even if it's not the real person, there's some sort of link they would have to have registered as a company or something to buy those shares. And you could have started to trace that. And I said, it was, it was so obvious and this being connected to a terrorist attack, you would have asked yourself, you know, that this is something that they would, this is probably one of the strongest links. Cause it's not like the, somebody got greedy. They thought they could go into the stock market and then invest on this tragedy and make some quick money. So who knew about this? Even if they weren't responsible, this is, I could just be a guy who maybe he, he's a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And he says, Hey man, they about to do some real evil shit. But you know, this shit's about to happen. You might want to buy some puts, right? So lo and behold, to wrap this up, hidden in plain sight, the report and, 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 and many government officials who are involved in investigations said repeatedly that they investigated that link and nothing was there. And that's all they have to tell you, that we investigated the link and no, you can't. And this is what I call hidden in plain sight because it's insanity. It's insanity to tell a, a grown human being this, you know, uh, this is not this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable to tell people this because it's so insane. Like, you can't tell me that nothing's there. You got to tell me what's there because common sense tells me something's there. If, if, if 20 or 30 times the amount of put options were bought, <laughs> somebody who bought them, who put the name out there, who bought them, what happened with those options? So I could go on further and further into this, but I'm not going to bore you guys. I just wanted to make a couple points about hidden in plain sight and how some of the things, these are not conspiracy, people are talking about conspiracy, conspiracy. These are not conspiracies. They're really obvious insanities that are just presented to you with a smile. Like, hey, that's just what it is, right? Like, you know, like it, like Trump, right? Uh, Mexicans are rapists. We need a wall. And you, know, you might look and you say, do they do Mexicans rape people at like a higher rate or some shit? <laughs> like, like, where is this coming from, right? Um, and it just it just tells you this, and then you just okay, because it's insanity. So, when next time somebody's talking about a conspiracy or you're suspicious of something, just ask yourself some basic questions, do some basic research, and the answers will always be right there. And always look at what you've been told first. Start with what people or institutions, governments have told you is the logical answer and I guarantee you you'll find some hidden in plain sight insanity written right in that code truth hurts hello everybody thanks for listening to the podcast Uh, We really appreciate it here. I just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments, suggestions, feedback, positive or negative. Anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and thinking forward. That email address is tthblkpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, tthblkpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Basically, it's the truth hurts, but lies kills uh, podcast, and it's just abbreviated. So the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated. 
uh, put into six different letters, followed by the word podcast as one long word, right? T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it. We will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.